Welcome to today's episode of the Ain't That Good podcast with Tanya, Chelsea, Brandy, and Keisha. Today, we are continuing our discussion on fitness and why physical training is of value. So pull up a chair and join us as we reframe life one conversation at a time. Hey, party people. We're back. This is Chelsea. And we're going to delve really deep, deep dive into some fitness. And I want to reintroduce my girl, Keisha. Keisha has been a instrumental part in my fitness journey. I can't wait to hear more about her fitness journey. Her and her husband own a CrossFit gym. They also own an orange, two orange theory gyms. And she really is my fitness idol, if I have to be quite honest. I mean, she really has the most, I think, wonderful outlook on what it is to be fit, what it is to be healthy. It's not overkill. It's not underkill. It's just right. Take it away, Keisha. <laughs> yes. So, hi. Um, those are bold words that I hope I can live up to as we carry on. Yes. Podcast. Um, no, I'm excited to talk about this because it's obviously what I do and super important to me. Um, so I'm excited to answer some questions and hopefully help you guys get a better understanding of our fitness journey and then maybe what it can look like for um, you guys that are listening. So my husband and I own a CrossFit gym. We have had it for almost 13 years. So we were crazy. We got married in 2010 and then months later, six months later, uh, opened a CrossFit gym. So we um, both had a love for fitness for a long time. I could remember when I was in high school, I was really self-conscious. And so I actually started working out in high school, started doing strength training, just kind of doing stuff on my own. And that's kind of where it started developing, where my uh, love for just exercise in general started. And then uh, went off to college, continued that exercise habit. It became kind of my outlet in college. Um, it consisted a uh, part of my routine. And then I just, that's kind of where it began and continued on. Um, Years later, so 2008 is when I did uh, Miss Alabama and then got to go to Miss USA. And so that was really when my fitness journey kind of took off. So I had always had a pattern of exercise. But at that point, the realization that I'm going to be in a swimsuit in front of a lot of people <laughs> kicked in. And that was a lot of fire. That will do it fire quickly. <laughs> So that is really when I started doing a lot of strength training, started working with a personal trainer, um, really where everything kind of developed from that point. Started coaching some classes at a local gym in town. Um, Landon was there actually too. He started personal training people. He was a former former baseball player who had started personal training people. So we both were kind of friends doing similar things, uh, not knowing that the Lord was kind of hatching a plan behind the scenes. Uh, so then we got married, obviously, as I said before, and then we uh, heard somebody talking about CrossFit one day, and we went and started trying some workouts. Lena was working at a baseball facility at the time, and so we started doing workouts in the baseball facility, just kind of started telling some friends, and it went from five people to 10 people to wow. 20 to 30 to 50 people, wow. Wow. all just looking for something. I think it really That's crazy. came down to, you know, we want something to do. We don't know what to do, which we've kind of mentioned before in the last uh, podcast. And then also the community aspect of I've got people I can do it with, which keeps me accountable. And uh, so some of our friends at that point sat us down and said, hey, you got to open a CrossFit gym or somebody else is going to do it. You're the ones that need to do it. 
we didn't have a clue about a business. We had no idea what we were doing. Uh, but we jumped in and we actually opened with about 75 members, which was great because we knew we could pay the bills from day one, which was an awesome feeling because uh, we had no idea what we were doing otherwise. Uh, but we both had full-time jobs at the, at the time. And so we were running classes in the mornings before work, going to work all day, running classes after. And so did that for a long time. Uh, but we loved it. You know, I mean, it was a lot of work, but it was fun. So yeah, so that's kind of how it began. And then as we got busier, I quit my job first and kind of came on to mostly running the gym. And then Landon was able to, he was doing baseball lessons at the time, was able to quit doing all the other stuff and pour himself into our CrossFit gym. So I had that for a while and then opened our Orange Theory, our first Orange Theory back in 2017. And uh, really the reason that we did that was just to give people another option for exercise. We love CrossFit. We like to lift barbells. I like to do gymnastics work. But we know that not everybody does. And so we really thought we want to give people another avenue to get more people engaged in fitness. And so that's how that came about. And that kind of led us to where we are now. I love that. And so tell me about the age range of people who come to your gym. Yeah, our our stone is interesting. So we have our youngest members are 13. And then we got 66, 67 year olds. Um, at one point we had some 75 year olds. Our arms theory does have um, some that are a little bit older there as well, but we have a very wide range. Most of our members are in the, uh, I would say 30 to 55 range is kind of the base of our demographic, but it's pretty equal men, women. Uh, we have a lot of families, which is really fun. Yeah, you got mom and dad and the kids all working out, coming to the same class. Uh, so a very broad demographic of people. That's interesting. So, and I asked that question because I think sometimes for me, because I have never personally done CrossFit other than I've had some friends that have done CrossFit. So done some workouts with them. I've done a couple with Chase and Chelsea. Um, I've seen Zach do a few workouts, but seeing that looks really intimidating. But what I've learned and what I hear you saying is no matter your age, no matter your stage, you can customize a workout to get started and see results. Because even though we talked about in the last episode that results, they're important, they really are more of a superficial level of fitness. But quite honestly, if we don't see results yeah. in the areas of our life, we are not going to continue. Yeah, and you made a, you, you said an interesting word. You said when you got started with fitness and you kind of found consistency in your routine. Uh, I think that's such an important word because you're not going to see results in any area of life, be it physical, spiritual, mental, emotional, social, relational, if there's not consistency there. So how do you try to, when you see someone coming in for the first time, they look a little scared to death like I might. They look a little intimidated. What is your approach to helping that person say, hey, we can find a place for you here and to help them find consistency to see the results and to want to keep coming? Yeah, so I think you hit a lot of really good points when you were just talking then, but the intimidation is definitely a big factor because people see CrossFit gangs and you see these CrossFit athletes like Rich Froning and Matt Fraser and all these guys on TV who are just doing this crazy stuff. Crazy. There's no way I can ever do that. And then you walk in our gym and you see, oh, there's a bunch of 50-year-old women who are on a rowing machine, you know? So it's the perception is not always reality in that aspect. Right. 
Uh, you know, one of our members, I'm going to uh, talk about one because he's a really special member that we love having. But his name is Shreve. And he, uh, Shreve is, has had one leg amputated. And so he's in a wheelchair and he comes four to five days a week. The beauty of him being able to come is that CrossFit, CrossFit is functional fitness. And so, yeah, it is, it's things that we do every single day, whether you want to name it CrossFit or something else, it's the movements that we do on a regular basis. And so him being in a wheelchair does not limit his ability to come. It's all in a range that we can modify and make it work for him. And so that's really what I try to talk to people about if they come in and they're, you know, unsure because they've got bad knees or Maybe they're overweight and not sure that they can move their body the way they think they need to. There's always a way to make it work, but it takes it takes the courage of making the first step. And that's where most people usually get hung up is they don't actually walk in and look around and see, oh, I can do this step too. Yeah. If we can get them in the door, usually we can keep them. But the hardest part is getting them in that door just to see, oh, I, it, right. it's attainable. I can do this. I scale. I scale totally. And I feel like Keisha and Landon gave me the keys in order to not feel bad about doing that. One of the things that Landon said when we first started was he said, prepare to be humbled. Everybody that decides that makes a concerted effort that they are going to do this, you are going to run into one or more things that humbles you. Now, there will be some things that you're excellent at naturally. But there will be other things that you'll say, ooh, this is trying me. This is testing me. And he said, there is no shame in scaling. In fact, people that are, I think, and I watched Keisha because like Keisha tweaked her, tweaked her back last year. I tweaked my back last year. And I felt like because she was like, no, I'm not, I'm not lifting right now, girl. Like I'm going to PT and... I, I'm, I went and I got my back and Chase inject your back. And she's like, I'm not doing any of that right now because I'm caring for my body. Sometimes being fit looks like caring for an injury, not Absolutely. just pushing through where you're gritting your teeth yeah. and it's not a joy anymore. You know, you, you scale. What does that mean? Yeah. So CrossFit, we have a workout of the day. Uh, it lists out, hey, here's kind of the recommended weights that we want you to use on whatever this movement is. Here's what we're looking for today. Uh, those workouts are created for the one or two individuals in the gym who are at the top of their game, okay. who can do that workout completely as it's written at that weight, at that weight and do it very well. Okay. And then we explain from there how we want it to look for you. So, you know, Brandy may walk in, I've got the workout on the board, and then I'm going to say, hey, Brandy, this is the weight that our strongest female is going to lift. You need to pull back from that. I don't do that. I could say that to her. It's true. Um, but I would recommend, you know, hey, let's pull back to something. You can easily do 10 reps of that shoulder. Sure. I swear. There you go. Yeah. So just kind of figure out what it looks like for each person. And so that's the biggest thing I think where the intimidation factor comes in is you just see it and think you got to do it. Yeah, that's it. Very few are actually doing it. Yeah. So it's creating a framework of success, basically. Yes. Helping people find a level they can be successful at and still see results and want to keep coming. And you're going to scale, but you're still going to leave like, whoa, that was uh -huh. Sure. So I know in knowing Keisha that it is so much more than physical fitness for you. 
So what are some of the other major benefits that you really see come forth from physical activity and living a healthy lifestyle, moving your body and being fit? Yeah. Um, I mean, I know we'll talk about some scripture later, but obviously our bodies are a temple. I mean, we know that. And so caring for our bodies, you know, has mental, physical, spiritual. And I think we've got to be healthy in all three of those areas. Mm-hmm. And we can't neglect for a lot of us. I, we may start exercising for vanity and then we realize, okay, it's more than that. Sure. Um, and it was no, a lot like- deeper than that. So uh, obviously, you know, like I said, the temple is, this is the biggest thing. And then I'll also just think about, you know, I want to be able to do whatever God tells me to do. Mm-hmm. And what? I want to be physically ready here. If he says, hey, you thought you were just going to have that one kid you adopted. Here's triplets mm-hmm. yeah, that I think you need. Yeah. And I want to yeah. okay, I can do this. I can carry all three of them on my hips. It's <laughs> straws. You can do it. Right. Um, and like, you know, Jelsey told the story about my dad. You know, I never knew all of these years that I was training with heavy weights for any particular purpose. I didn't know what that purpose would be. And that day when I walked up and I saw my dad laying in the garage, dad i'm gonna get you up and he said no 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 you can there is no way and i remember saying how much do you weigh and he told me whatever i was like ah i can deadlift one now we're fine we're fine i got you um so just being able to support others um you know it can be as simple as care you know if, if i see somebody a neighbor struggling to carry their dog food in the house well if i've trained my arms and legs i can go pick up that heavy bag of dog food mm-hmm. and help them so I mean, being able to not only take care of ourselves, but hopefully be able to take care of others. Well, that aspect that I think you really get when you are involved in a community of fitness is the ability to share Christ with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I I have relationships right now that if I was not working out with people, that would not be there. Um, I have people that I see that go to our church that come because they've been with us at the gym for a long time and then we've been able to initiate they see them really is yes uh-huh and and then now they're showing up at church on a regular basis so it it just creates more of an opportunity for everything to ultimately go back to glorifying him hopefully. that's right and that is something real quickly i would like for zach to speak to because he had actually tried crossfit before he came to live in alabama with chase and chelsea got involved at CrossFit Embrace, and he really wasn't that crazy about it. But he had gone to a gym where I think the particular owners of that gym didn't really take a, a necessarily a vested interest in the people who were coming in. It, it was just predominantly a physical activity in that particular area at that time. But then he came to CrossFit, and he had, had told me a story just about the difference that he saw in Keisha and Landon and um, just again, it was so much more than physical. So I'm going to let him speak to that for a second. Uh, yeah. I mean, kind of what she said, uh, I went to one in Fayetteville, Arkansas, where I've been going to college and I went to an early morning class and kind of just got lost in the background. It felt like, you know, there wasn't really anyone like, you know, come up like, Oh, what's your name? You know, when just, uh, what's your background? There wasn't really a whole lot of interest taken in and it kind of was like, well, obviously the workout was good, but honestly, I could have just done this on my own or, you know, or not paid for a 
a CrossFit membership because, you know, a college town, there's tons of free gyms all over the place. And so it kind of turned me off into it. And then through a, a bunch of very, very fortunate and somewhat serendipitous circumstances, ended up living with Chase and Chelsea uh, for summer. And uh, Chase had recently been getting into CrossFit since uh, you need to come with me uh, one morning. And so I did and instantly just the, the difference in community uh it, it was it was pretty astounding it was it, it was an instant hit with me just the even little things like the little little for lack of the board meeting that y'all do uh at the at the beginning where you know you all gather around the whiteboard and talk about everything and then you know just following up with like does anyone need prayer for anything yeah, and that's that 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 thing in particular. I still wish that there was a place in Fable that did stuff like that. Obviously, with the college town, they're a little. I think they're a bit hesitant to do it. But I miss that part where you know the actual purposeful community engagement aspect of of y'all's gym. I miss that. But uh, you know, kind of bar was set much higher and so when i came back i knew as i looked in foreign found a gym that had a community and they kind of took a vested interest in how you're doing and and uh it's it's just kind of neat because i think it's i think it's awesome how keisha and landon take a vested interest in their in their patrons and uh you know kind of going with that community building once you have a community it doesn't all just fall on the coach's shoulders as well either. And I love that aspect of CrossFit in particular. Just, you know, uh, like the other day, I had had a long night and was probably looking a little tired because I was. <laughs> and we did a workout, we're kind of talking, and someone said, hey, you you didn't sleep you didn't sleep again or not as much as you should have last night, did you? I was like, yeah, it was a long night. He goes, I can tell. You, you know, you usually are a little more chipper than you are today. And it's stuff like that, like, you know, a general vested interest by not only coaches and the, you know, the the community working out. That's probably my favorite part of it. Well, it definitely made a huge impact on him. And it's funny because once you get in the consistency and the rhythm of movement now, after he's like been in class all day or he's had a really long test, he's like, I got to go move my body somewhere. I mean, I've, yeah. I've got it. So, and I, I sense that too. I've been doing it long enough now as well that, when I haven't moved in a day or two, I feel like I need to move my body. And Bob tells me I'm a much nicer person when I exercise. So that benefit of mood, yeah, we all are. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It really is there. It really does give that boost of energy and metabolism, you know, other things with the longevity and just your self-esteem and your confidence and just really reducing stress. It just can't emphasize that enough. It is just so much more than physical. Plus, it's how God designed us. He designed us to move. And we kind of talked about the spiritual element. Um, one of the verses that all three of us kind of put on our our Google Docs when we were discussing this episode is 1 Corinthians 3, 16 and 17. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you? whom you have received from God. And what a weighty thing to think that these bodies have been entrusted to us. That we are the clothes that God gets up and puts on every single day, that we are his ambassadors and his representations. And so to represent him well in all areas of life, 
you have to have balance in the physical and the spiritual and the mental and the emotional and social and relational. relational. So tell us a little bit, Keisha, Brandy, Chelsea, Zach, how, how do y'all do that? How do you maintain that balance? Because I do think also physical, when you start seeing those results, they're so nice to see. I think it's easy to become very infatuated with that. And sometimes you can become so infatuated with the physical results. It is at the expense of the spiritual and the relational and the mental. So how do you, how do you recommend to people to find that healthy balance? I know for me that very rarely am I engaging in any kind of physical activity where I don't have a God component, whether it's my mindset is, hey, I'm going to run without any music because I'm going to talk to the Lord. And, um, and then if I do listen to something, it's usually a Christian podcast or something that someone has sent me. Um, or if I do listen to music, which is next to never, but it's going to be something that is, that is going to be fueling my spirit and, and, and something that I'm learning and gaining and being able to grow, um, on a spiritual side, not just, you know, helping my body, uh, physically. So that's, just on a practical side of things and things that I, I personally do. Like this morning when I did hit, I listened to, on Blinkist, I listened to Atomic Habits. That was like a 20-something minute, you know, Blinkist, and that's how long I did the hit for until it was done. So that's just kind of on a on a practical way for me. I like that. It's a great, great suggestion. You know, I work out most of the time in a group, I'm at the gym. Every so often I'll walk, work out by myself. So I'm in a gym full of a lot of people with a lot of loud music. You know, I'm not in the same situation as Brandy where I can listen to a podcast or right. if I'm working out by myself, I got my Jesus music booming because it just sets the tone. But when it's a group of people, I can't do that. The biggest thing that I take it away from doing CrossFit workouts in particular is that I've learned when I can get through a really hard workout, it produces in me some perseverance mm -hmm. in other areas. Oh, so I've learned, hey, I, I made it through that workout that was really tough. I can also go walk through this situation that's go. going to be really tough. Absolutely. And so I think that physical, yeah, is helping me in a lot of different areas. And so I think that's where I can keep the balance and perspective of, mm -hmm. of what I'm allowing God to use exercise to fuel me to handle other things. And I, that's an interesting point because that is definitely something that I too gain from physical fitness is just the mentality of I can do hard things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I know what I was going to say. So David Platt, if you guys are familiar with David Platt, uh, before he went on his last uh, mission, or it may have been years ago, I'm, I may be behind on the books. But anyways, I remember he talked about he was preparing for a mission trip. And he specifically went and did CrossFit to prepare for this trip because he said, I knew how grueling the task ahead of me was going to be. I needed to put myself through some really yeah. tough workouts so that I could be ready for what was next. That's good. That's really good. Another verse that we pinned was 1 Timothy 4, 8. Physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better. Promising benefits in this life and in the life to come. I think especially for moms and dads with young kids, it can be, it, it's such a competitive arena now with youth sports. 
and physical training. And I think it's just so easy to get in that mentality of pushing and pushing and pushing and not teaching them the time to really Sabbath. And like Chelsea said, self care. Uh, and so that was something that a verse that God just through that season really put hard in my path. It was like, you know, physical training is good. Yes, you get results from it, but training for godliness is so much better. And so make sure you're keeping that balance there and, and trying to teach the right values in what you're really showing them is important and how to take care of their temple. Reading Craig Rochelle's new book called The Power to Change, and it is about habits, daily habits, and what how they shape our lives. And the book is excellent. If you are thinking about tackling an old bad habit or starting a new good habit, usually they go together. Um, it's an excellent read because he actually makes it very practical to break it down and begin to do these habits and change your world daily. And I love every verse that we have. We've got 1 Timothy 4, 8. We've got Galatians 6, 9, talking about reaping and sowing. We've got Matthew 25, 29, to those who use well what they are given, even the world will be given and they will have an abundance. He talks about the cumulative effect, and the cumulative effect is the powerful outcome produced by an action that happens, even if it's small, over and over across a long period of time. Mm -hmm. And his outlook is, is if you look at the end result, so say the end result is I want a six pack. <laughs> Truly. I mean, a lot of people go to the gym because they want a six pack. Yeah. If you say, I'm going to go to the gym because I've got a gut and I want a six pack. And your ultimate goal is to get that six pack. That goal is a time period away. So he said that goal is not how you measure how you win. It's the daily habit. So working out, hey, I worked out today. That's my win. Because you're going to look down and you're going to say, I've worked out for a week and I still don't have a six pack. He said, that's when people fall out of the game. The win is not the end result. The win is the habit every day. And he said, the only true end result that really matters is becoming more like Christ. And so when I look at 1 Timothy 4, 8, that's what I'm thinking. Physical training is good. The Bible espouses that. But ultimately, if we're doing it because the goal is to be physically fit, even if we get to the point where we are very successful, we're at the top of our fitness game, we will still be left empty. Yeah, come on. Absolutely. So true. And gold, gold so true. that is Christ-glorifying. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed our continuation of our fitness podcast. Hopefully this has created some desire within you to get a routine started or just maybe to be more consistent in routine you already have. Next episode, we are going to talk nutrition. So be sure to give us a listen and hopefully you'll learn some things you can apply to your everyday life. Thanks for joining us.